Hey guys, welcome to Shark Trapper. I'm Kyle. I'm Robert. I'm John. Special guest Chris. Chris, you <laughs> <laughs> thank you for introducing yourself, Chris. <laughs> we didn't really talk about how we we're going to do that, did we? No, <laughs> he did it. He got it. We Good. don't play anything for this show. Okay. Here's Can I just I... take a moment to point out that Robert recently just changed the lighting in the studio, and it just Pretty good. <laughs> it just Pretty feels good. so weird. Like it's like. It's lighting that you would see in like in a Walmart. It's super bright. <laughs> yeah, it's LED, just really bright. For I, oh, I, there's only two bulbs. I didn't change the third one because uh, it's I'll, just too bright. Like that, if I change the third bulb, we're gonna get sunburned. I'll be honest, here. I don't think I like it. I, I kind of feel like it. Kramer and yeah, uh, that Kenny Rogers episode. <laughs> <laughs> why did Why did you do why LED lighting? <sighs> I don't know. I just bought it today. Is this supposed to last more, longer? We needed, yeah, we needed bulbs. The other bulbs I was using, I took out from the bathroom to replace uh, them because we didn't have any. It was just too dim in here. I couldn't see. Really? Yeah, I need to see. I need to now write. Now we have the exact shit. opposite problem. Yeah, yeah now yeah. we can see too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well. It's nice and bright. We can see everybody. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so welcome to the show, Chris. Yeah, so. thanks, guys, for having me. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. We can tell. It's like you just found me on the streets and you were like, hey, man, come into the house here. We're going to record your voice. Mm-hmm. And we didn't offer you like a, like a free beer. I didn't get any compensation. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, welcome to the show. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Just knock off uh, Dr. Pepper is what I have. Give us three facts about yourself. Three facts about myself. Um, fact number one. Yep. I do improv comedy. Okay. Mm. Fact number two. Mm-hmm. I'm a filmmaker. Okay. And fact number. Okay, three, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you there. So you make film. I make. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like, do you make the actual celluloid? I make celluloid film. I work for okay. Kodak. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Not, fact three. That's not true. That's simply not true. Uh, fact three is I drive a uh, Subaru. That's the most interesting thing about me. Oh, yeah, I'd yeah. So. I I wanted to talk to you about your yeah. Subaru. Actually, mm-hmm. that's the reason why I brought you on the show. I was hoping we could spend the next so. fifty-seven minutes yeah. talking yeah, about. Let's really get into this Subaru. <laughs> Nobody else is Subaru. So, what's the year and model of your Subaru? <laughs> oh, can I guess? Can I guess a, a two thousand four Forester? Close, really wow. close, really close. Uh, it's twenty sixteen. Oh, oh man, okay. Outback. Oh jeez, the Outback. I like the, the Outback. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I like it. <laughs> you know, it gets me to work and back, I guess. Cool, okay. That's cool. Uh, I can put stuff in the back of it. Do you out, park out back? back? <laughs> 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 it's just sitting out back right now. Do you ever tell people, I'm going to Outback in my Outback? Yeah, do you ever park hey. Do you ever park your Outback out back of the Outback? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, I'm allergic to meat, so... Oh really? Uh, no. That's fact number meat. four. <laughs> Not true. Keep them Not going. True. Too many. Too yeah. So many facts right now happening. Yeah. 
Well, let's go back to fact number two. You're a you're a filmmaker, Chris, yeah. but not celluloid. Not celluloid. Not I don't cellular I don't phone. physically work in a Kodak or uh, Fujifilm factory. Oh, okay. gee. Well, I'm 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 checking out. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> we're done. Thank you for okay. coming. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Next guest up is <laughs> yeah. Aubrey. <laughs> she does make celluloid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, an interesting <laughs> guest. <laughs> Thank right. you, Aubrey. Thank you. <laughs> so, no, what kind of movies? So I'm uh, I'm actually in graduate school right now uh, for filmmaking, and um, I do narrative narrative writing. I've done five short films um, for my thesis for grad. I'm gonna write a full feature, hopefully make it. I don't know. We'll see. It's a full feature film, so those are oh, close to impossible to get made. But, you know, uh, 90 minutes. 90 plus. But yeah, it might be more. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more. Probably 120 pages plus. So it's Ah, oh, damn. Should be good. Well, it, That's pretty cool. Honestly, it seems like you're in a good area to do it. There's, like, a big community that just kind of caters. You know, I think so. I feel good about it. It's um, it's definitely growing. Um, it's not nearly the size of something like Atlanta. Right. And uh, if we could figure out this tax situation, it would be better. Right, but um, yeah, I, I, there's a lot of people hungry to do this kind of work, not necessarily, um, oh, like it's not necessarily overrun with director writer people. There's a lot of crew people, and there's a shit ton of actors. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable how many actors there are here. Mm-hmm. Just getting people to show up—that's different. But right, but they're a, here. They're here. They're here, and they yeah. really want to work. They just don't want to show up. Right. <laughs> Every, everyone's Lindsay Lohan over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, just down there. They're in for the paparazzi aspect of it. They, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That's it. They're like, if there's not coke, camera people, no, no <laughs> coke, then we're good. We don't need to be on set today. So, like, uh, are the uh, the films you made? There, are they like comedic, dramatic? You know, it's um, interesting. Yeah, they're uh, they're not comedic at all. Actually, no. Yeah. I just did my first comedy just last uh, a couple weekends ago, and it's basically like uh, clerks in a car, and I shot it in my. Subaru. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. Would this be the Outback? The Outback. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a. Uh, so if you think of Clerks, uh, except it's it's basically a whole bunch of Star Wars references, and it's this these two best friends, and one of them is telling his best friend that he's gay, and he's trying to tell his dad that he's gay and how to do that, and he right. kind of compares that with, um, a Star Wars, uh, mostly New Hope, but nice. It's pretty funny. I don't know if it's really that funny, but it's it's pretty funny. The other ones are just dramatic. Are they like five minute short films? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's three fives and a sixteen, but the sixteen is being cut to eight, so oh, it's in post. Still. Are they available nice. anywhere? Or are they just it's just things uh, that you made? Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Uh, one of them is called "Good Morning, Mr. Ferguson," which has an IMDb credit, but it's still in post. And that one I'm going to try to uh, put around the country in some festivals if it'll get in. The other four are just for me. I mean, I may do the do the car gay guy one. I call it gay chewy. I may do that one. <laughs> nice. I try to get that into something, especially the sun co- or whatever the sunscreen right. film festival. festival. That may be all right, but um, I did one about Nick uh, Riggs. I did a little like expo on him. Oh yeah, kind of like about uh, the theater and. Nick is uh, the guy who opened up an improv theater in downtown St. Pete. Unscripted theater yeah. all located at... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, we, we're not going to promote that shit. That. <laughs> just kidding. So, yeah, um, it was, I mean, it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I, I never know how much fun it would be. My, my background is actually in graphic design, 
and I did a oh, lot shit. of film uh, stuff. The, well, the film stuff that I could do at the school I went to to get my undergrad, but there was not a film program. So I. So where'd you go to end up going? Actually, I'm from Oklahoma, you guys. Oh, shit. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Nice. Damn. Born and raised. Wow. Riced. 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 You moved to Florida. <laughs> yeah, you laugh because you've never been to Oklahoma. No. no. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm laughing. Exactly. There, was a, there was a bombing at some point. Yeah. That's all I know. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's uh, quite a bit of racism. And, uh, <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Bombing it's a nice and place. Racism. Bombing and racism. Sure. Uh, and no haters from uh, the town I grew up in. So that's cool. He mm. actually went to the high school sure. that uh, we played in football. Mm. My little bitty high school. So Damn. that's. Bill Hader. Bill Hader's from Bombs. There. Bombs. Yeah. High school and football. And it looks like, uh, like a frying pan. What does it look like? <laughs> yeah, it looks <laughs> like a pan. A frying pan? It looks like a, <laughs> a, a pot. Oh, yeah, yeah, pot. <laughs> there it is, a pot. Or pot. like a baseball okay. cap. Like a uh, there you go. Yeah. 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 What upside down? Upside down. Right. <laughs> the pan, they're panhandling out there. Yeah. So I went to a little uh, art hey. school there, and they just didn't have an art, or they didn't have a film program. So you came sure. right. Yeah, so I was like, hey, I'm going to do graphic design and be... Massimo Vignelli, or a super famous graphic designer from Oklahoma. You go to IADT or Full Sail? Now? No, yes. no. Actually, I'm in a hybrid program um, up in Vermont. It's the Vermont College of Fine Art. Oh, wow. Oh, that must yeah. be a hell of a commute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, a pretty, it's a pretty long drive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How many times? Six hours. Listen yeah. to a few podcasts on the way. It's yeah. nothing. Yeah. I'm actually driving there now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, it's uh, it's a hybrid, so I do uh, six months uh, per session or per uh, semester, and I go up there for a week every six months to do, like, oh, intense yeah. study, mm-hmm. and then I come back and make films and write. I have a, uh, I have a uh, advisor that I meet with every month. So do you, they we, send you, like, the information and yeah, stuff like that, like yeah. what you have to do? And kind of. We set all that up, and then I sort of have a study plan, and then I kind of just march forward with that. Nice. My, awesome. The dude that's my advisor now is Malik Vital, who is a f- badass filmmaker from L.A. He's just an incredible dude. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really cool. It's a really do you get a lot program. of creative freedom, or do you have to like yeah. follow certain guidelines? I do. In fact, this is kind of like f- finding where I fit in the world of film. So it's kind of neat. It's a little different, I think, than like an undergrad program would be, where you'd be forced into this yeah. thing. Right. It's like... You're just like being forced to like this really rigid and arbitrary curriculum just because that it's yeah. what someone decided like a long time ago. Right. Like this is how it's gonna be. Do they have so. like an FCAT standardized test at the very end of yeah. film school? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like now you have to write a paragraph explaining why you love film. One <laughs> reason I like film. Yeah. The second reason. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, I like film because <laughs> you have thirty minutes. Go. <laughs> the uh, final the final semester is actually um, uh, just a collaboration group, and you all make film. Oh, you sure. literally make celluloid film. Oh, oh wow. Well, nice. nice. <laughs> you don't say. That's what it's you all know what? up to. You know what? We don't have to bring in Aubrey now. <laughs> yeah, we can, she can fuck off. We got, we got what we need. I'm a second semester grad student, <laughs> yeah. and I will be making film. Literally. <laughs> literally making film. <laughs> He's got the reels in, the, in his outback right now. Yeah. <laughs> Press them together. Yeah. Film, just like flying out his window. Just plastic and cans of emulsion back there. I just, you know, yeah. I just, on the way to Vermont, I actually make film. Just make film. Oh, yeah. 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 
okay. And let's uh, go back to the first fact. Oh, God. Here. I know. I know. So you probably you know, already so forgot you know, what it was. You know about this stuff, right? No, I don't know anything about it. So, uh, do improve? Improve? improve. Yeah. I do improve. Do you yeah, improve no. the improv? Uh, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> pretty <laughs> standard. <laughs> no, I think it's not getting say, better. <laughs> I will say that I've seen Chris perform live, and he's really, really funny. Nice. You know, he's a... Uh, it's a nice mix of, like, dry, but also kind of absurd mm. kind of characters that you do. Thanks, man. Dick jokes. Uh, dry dick jokes. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Dry dick jokes. That's what the ladies nice. like. Dry dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they love a dry dick. <laughs> he always just rams it in there. <laughs> it's just yeah. really good. Hard as you can. Really, really clean and well-executed dick jokes. Yeah. That's what it is. His group is called Rugburn. I love, I love <laughs> clean dick jokes. <laughs> You, know? you don't want dirty dick jokes. <laughs> no, no. Dirty dick. You don't want to stink up the joint. <laughs> check out my check out my Tumblr joke. page, dirtydickjokes.tumblr.com. <laughs> I think uh, I might have run across it a couple times. You can get there by uh, dirtydickjokes.wordpress.com too. But no, uh, in all seriousness, like uh, what the group you're in is uh, as per usual. You're uh, one of the house teams at uh, American Stage in downtown St. Pete. It's yeah. uh yeah, you guys always put on a good show. Thanks, man. We uh. They've been actually together a lot longer than I've been with the group. Oh, yeah. You came on, like, kind of re- your recent so, edition. So, like, I graduated from the program. Um, and, At American Stage. Right. And right. they, like, the last class, there was <laughs> um, 20 people or something. No. Yeah, there was 16 people in the last class or something. Uh-huh. Um, and they were like, well, uh, you eight will go do your thing. And then we've got, as per usual, you guys are six. <laughs> and then there's like Chris, Chris, you'll go with as per usual. And like I've been with these other, the, like separate checks, the other house team. Yeah. I have literally been from intro all the way through the program with those fucking people. Oh really? And then Gavin is just like you'll go over there and play with them. Gavin's so. one of the uh, he was one of the founders of the improv program, American Stage. He's a uh, he's like really intelligent. He went to Juilliard. He also studied Second City, so he knows his shit. So like, and Gavin says like, yeah, you can go here. You're gonna be like. Okay. I can't argue with you. <laughs> yeah, I guess so that's the best choice for yeah. me. <laughs> wow. No, I think honestly, like I can see why. Like you kind of your kind of style just kind of fits in. Yeah. With like a uh, as for usual. Yeah, they needed somebody to kind of uh, mellow them out. There was a little. Yeah. Did you see crazy. him before? Uh, no. Okay. Well, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I did actually. They were a little crazy. They, really? they weren't as grounded. I think because you've got like Chris Jewell, who's another performer, great performer, mm-hmm. but he's always off the wall. And then yeah. Robert, who was the guy that moved to Colorado, he was a crazy person. So, yeah. And he laughed. But anyway, so they kind of brought me in to maybe ground them a little bit better. That's crazy. Like, uh, you were brought in to ground the group. A ground, ground <laughs> a group. <laughs> just ground like group. you of all people. I'm just like, I know. You'd be the guy who just make things uh, more absurd. I know. I feel like. I know it. <laughs> so, if you can imagine, if me, <laughs> the crazy, absurd person on stage, is grounding yeah. a group, that I think maybe that's why. I mean, I can't speak to that, but. Right. right. So, I wanted to ask since, like, you, uh, been doing improv a little bit longer than I have, like, uh, like, uh, specifically in, like, in this I in the Tampa Bay area. You're going to ask me, so do you think I'm any good? No, no, no. <laughs> well, that would be <laughs> That would be next. You think like, uh, you think, like, uh, the community's gotten bigger? Oh, man, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before, so there was just as per usual. Man, that was it for, well, Tampa Bay, that's different. So just St. Petersburg, there was only as per usual. That was the only troop. As per usual in Hawk and Wayne. 
Those were like the two. Any improv to see yeah. were those guys. Hawk and Wayne is like uh, the duo improv team. Has got Gavin Hawk and uh, Ricky Wayne. He's like professional actor. Like he's been on The Walking Dead um, and a bunch of other movies. Chicago too. PD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chicago Fire. You've heard about that? Character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was on Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah, he's uh, he's also a teacher. They're like they're both teachers. And like, I had Ricky for level three, and that's about creating characters. And he was really, really good. I have Gavin right now for my level four class. Really, he's just really amazing. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, uh, no, they're Hawk and Wayne. Like, that's a great like duo improv team. Like, definitely, definitely go check them out. Yeah, they're stage. sick. They're incredible. Yeah, Ricky's a great teacher. He does characters so so incredibly, and you know. Gavin is just a genius when it comes to all that stuff. But to answer your question about how it's grown, I, I really think with, like, your class coming through and with all these other intro level one and two classes filling up, uh-huh. I think it's incredibly grown. I mean, I, I think it's grown incredibly uh, over the last year even because now we've got two theaters. We've got American Stage, uh, uh, scripted. Unscripted. Then you talk about uh, the Box Theater, and I don't know how much work they do, uh, but they're, they're doing stuff now a lot more. Uh, troops yeah. are coming out of that group, and I guess like uh, talking like some of the other people went through before, like to say like sometimes they had to wait like you know a year <coughs> for like to take a certain class because like it, there just wasn't enough people signed up. Yeah, and like I'm just Davina. like I'm I'm kind of spoiled because like like uh my like people in my class like we didn't really have to wait. Yeah, we just kind of went straight through. That's kind of we were the first class uh, that actually was able to do that. Oh really? Go all the way through. Because yeah. Katarina, who's another player on As Per Usual, she, her, and I want to say Shrey, maybe, who's another player, they were, like, the first students to take classes at American Stage. Hmm. And they were telling me that they had to take level three, like, four times because there was no level four. <laughs> <laughs> and this was, like, two years ago. You know, this oh. is not, like, that. this isn't, like, 15 years ago. This is, like, right. two years ago. So... The way at the rate that it's growing, dude, I'm. You know, this is an incredible time to be in improv right now, mm. especially in St. Pete, St. Pete or Tampa Bay. It's yeah. an incredible time. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, I'm kind of sad because I'm almost done with the program. I'm in level four right now, so I was just. Have you heard any uh, word about what they're going to do with the uh, teams or anything? Are you guys? You guys are putting together a team, I assume, or maybe not. I don't know. No. Is that <laughs> so, lab or is it lab level four? No level. F- Level four is just like learning improv, like the premise based. Yeah. You guys are running a herald or something. Yeah. So what yeah, do you do so after that, John? Like, what is the, what's the what's the what's the uh, what's the plan? Well, I guess there are like auditions. Yeah. For like house team spots, like uh, coming up. There will be. And uh, I guess they're only open to people who went through the entire program, so that would apply to me. But but yeah, what's neat is I think what they're going to end up doing is breaking up both house teams. I don't know. This is a rumor. I'm spreading rumors, oh, guys. Yeah. <laughs> On the podcast. On the podcast. Oh, oh, yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah. The uh, I heard that they're going to break up both both house teams as far as, like, disassembling them and then give the opportunity to try out. And then, you know, you'll have two or three people putting troops together, and they'll, like, round robin pick people. And you may end up in two troops or you may end up in one or, you know, whatever. You get first yeah, pick, second I pick. Would, I would love to be on a house team. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be on the house team. I just want to perform regularly because, like, I feel like I've definitely learned enough. I mean, I still have a long way to go as far as learning, but I just feel like I'm getting to the point where it's like, I think I have to perform more mm-hmm. than just actually just practicing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? that's true. You, you, you only get better the more you perform. It's not... Yeah. Because it's not, it doesn't matter how much you rehearse. 
Because I ha- I had like a couple performances, but they were like the student showcases, and they're like you know you need to bomb. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, you need <laughs> to have like a, a comedian like show. really. Yeah, you need yeah. to go to New York during yeah. DMC and play in a basement show at two thirty in the morning <laughs> for three people. <laughs> The three people you brought with you to see the show. Yeah. yeah. That's what you need to do. And Even though you like invited like, six and only half of them showed up. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> student showcases are fun, for sure, but it's a very supportive audience. That's masturbatory, this. right? I mean, yeah, it's like yeah. You're going there to just be pleased. I mean, I try to invite people that, like, aren't students to come to showcases, but, you know, it's whatever. But you're still inviting them. It's, like, different from, like, somebody, like, paying to go see something that they haven't seen before or, like, you know. And plus, like, when people think of improv, they think of, like, whose line is it anyway, which is is improv, but it's, like, a certain type of improv. It's short-form improv where it's, like, it's all based on games. Mm. The improv that we learn in American stage is long-form improv. And the best way I always try to describe it is imagine a Saturday Night Live sketch being made up on the spot. Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So that's the kind of, uh, like it's 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 great when it works, but a lot of times it's just uh, it's just like it's kind of weird. It doesn't always like make it out of the park, so right. to speak. So just like you know, I also like how you snuck in a, an SNL reference. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. we always talk about SNL, yeah. <laughs> late night talk show hosts, and James Bond. You know, long, yeah, long yeah. form improv is a lot like the opening sequence to a James Bond film. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like yeah. you have like a very fancy kind of sixty-ish graphics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Some some big really... band usually plays your music out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's always a guy painted in completely gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Improv. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, dude. Well, so so um, I mean, sketch comedy is the next move, right? I mean, that's where everybody wants to end up. Yeah, I know they're offering sketch comedy classes at American Stage. I know Gavin mentioned like he was thinking about like uh, teaching some sketch classes, Good. so I'll definitely sign up for that. I think, uh, yeah, I think in the future, like, I definitely want to be part of like some sort of improv team, but I also want to start doing sketch comedy stuff, too. Different animal. You know Alex, uh, a student there, you know, he was on Separate Checks, tall blonde dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moved yeah. to Chicago. Straight up was like, I'm done. I'm going to make it famous. Yeah, I I actually talked to him, like, a couple days before he moved up. He was like, yeah, I'm signing up for all these classes, like, uh, Second City, I.O., Annoyance. Like, but the thing is, like, he, he, did, he didn't have a job lined up. Yeah. He didn't. He hadn't really found a place yet, but he. But had isn't that how some people just do it? Yeah. I mean, they just. That's how you need to do it. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes right? you just have to jump right in. Yeah. I mean, it's scary. It's scary. It <laughs> it's the it fear. Is. That's why people don't do that shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, but people. I mean, a lot of people who want to be actors and actresses move out to L.A. They That's don't true. really have a, a plan per se, but they like they still just do go it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Alex is doing pretty well. He has like a little vlog on YouTube. So yeah, yeah, he's he uh, has a dishwashing job now. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Look Perfect. forward to that. Honestly, Alex himself. is like one of the is uh, that part of the vlog. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, pretty much. Alex is like one of the funniest people that I've seen. Yeah, like, he's hilarious. Improv, dude. So it's just he's, like he's really funny. I wasn't like worried about him. Like, yeah, he'll definitely be successful. It's just like it was just like the short term. I'm just like, worried well, about I I hope. You know, you find a place <laughs> soon. Gets cold, bud. I mean, yeah, car sleeping's rough. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I uh, I see like sketch being like a big, bigger thing 
like in the in the coming years. Yeah. In this area. So Yeah, I agree. I think though, if you like I directed um some sort of show, sketch comedy this Oh, you this were season. part of you're part of that? Uh kind of. I I'm directing them, but it's stage direction, which I've never done in my life. No. And it's totally different than film, okay. but um I yeah, I directed them and John Cho is writing for them. He is the head writer, and then there's about five or six other writers, and then five or six cast members, and it's a really, really funny show. Yeah, but they need to televise it. Somebody needs to put that shit on film, either a cue card show or what about like YouTube or something? Yeah, really? yeah like live streaming it. That'd be great. Live stream it would be great, uh, or uh, something of that nature. That's the next move for St. Petersburg. I mean, stage shows are fine, right? right? Yeah, that's great. And rehearsed funny stuff that's been done. What we need is something like on YouTube or on Vimeo or something where it's cue card staged in front of a live audience, acted, put on YouTube, one shot. I always felt like American Stage should do like uh, some some type of sketch comedy show. Yeah, because like I know the improv thing, like the they do it like oh well, we don't really know how it's gonna go, <laughs> but we'll let you do it for the showcase. But like if it was like kind of like a sketch where it's like everything's written out in advance, maybe they'd be more willing to let maybe. I don't know. Yeah, put them on the stage or something. Yeah. Make it into a regular fixture rather than put us in the lobby. <laughs> Can you hear us, American State? Are you listening? No. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably yeah. not. <laughs> probably, probably not. <laughs> I, think I, I, uh, I think I told you about this, but I always thought it'd be cool if like uh, Netflix had like their own kind of SNL like style live so sketch CISO, show. Right? They're CISO. CISO. Is which is not really sketch. I, well, it's but not it's, live, but it's all comedy stuff. Yeah, it's, it's all comedy stuff. Isn't that UCB? Like yeah. that? Oh. It's done by all the nerds up in New York. Yeah. Gethard is getting so is that the bajillion dollar properties? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That? With Paula yeah. Tompkins. Harvey yeah. Quest. Mm. It's that yeah. one. Yeah. CISO. How much is that well, it's NBC. I don't know. It's the same, like, fourteen ninety nine. I don't know. No, it's actually, uh, no, it's like, it's pretty cheap. It's, I think it's under five. <laughs> Nice. Is it? Yeah. Word. I, I, I subscribed to it for a hot minute. Then dropped it. a hot it. minute. Because <laughs> it was too hot. Too hot. <laughs> dropped I dropped it like it, like it, hot. it was hot. Yeah. Paul F. Tompkins is a funny dude. Uh, he's the best. We saw him live a couple of years ago at Podfest. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Did you guys listen to, uh, what's the one with where they do kind of like. Kind Super of like Ego? The, yes. Yeah, where yeah. they do that. Yeah, that was one of the shows we saw live. Yeah, that Shit. one was really good. Shit. That stuff's so funny, dude. Yeah. There's another one he does like Spontaneation. Oh, Spontaneation. Spontaneation. Maybe it was that one, Spontaneation. I did that one where it's like like the one I saw and I don't know if I haven't listened to like any of the other episodes. It was just the one that I saw live. And he just has like a bunch of guests up there. They're all like comedians. And they act out a scene, but then he hits like a button and like certain buttons mean certain things. Like it means a flashback. So then they have to be like the characters, but in a flashback. And then Uh. some of them are like fast forward (laughs) and any one of the characters up there can press the button and everybody has to like kind of readjust. That's amazing. So it was like really awesome to like watch live as they were doing that. That was actually like that trip to Podfest was like the first time I saw improv perform live. I'm just like, I always had like an interest in doing improv, but after watching like, all those people perform live. I'm just like, whoa. Like, yeah. I definitely have to take a class now. You were like, York? it doesn't look that hard. I could do that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was Little did uh, I know. I was, yeah, I was in LA. LA. Yeah, I think, like, the best group that we saw that weekend was uh, the Lauren Lapkus podcast. Oh, oh man. With special Le- guest Lauren Lapkus. Oh, that, that one's, like, the best. Yeah. yeah. She's hilarious, too. 
<laughs> it was just like I've she listened to a few more episodes since then. Yeah, they're yeah. not always like they're like hit or miss, but like the it depends like what the get. Yeah, I mean it depends the character that she chooses. Yeah. Well, that night she was actually doing it with the uh, her improv group, the Wild Horses, Wild Horses. Yeah, nice. And, and they're like really like, good. Yeah, yeah. They just pretended they were all like teenage girls, like smoking pot for the first party. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like it was pretty hilarious. I'm like, wow. That's so great. Lauren Lapkus and Paul F. Tompkins and like Scott Aukerman, when they're all in a room together, like, it's just awesome. <laughs> like I just, I love those episodes when I see like their names all on Comedy Bang Bang or like. Yeah, you drove out to Atlanta like a year ago <laughs> to mm-hmm. watch uh, Comedy Bang Bang live, right? Yeah, they're so good with live. each other. And that was yeah, it was all three of them, and then I forget who the special guest was. Neil Campbell. No, well, Neil Campbell was there too, but he only really introduced them and did kind of like a live performance, like before right. the show. He didn't come on the podcast. I thought he was timekeeper. Uh, no, he was timekeeper before the show. <laughs> like he came on <laughs> and he did like his own thing, and he had a cape, and like he did like a bunch of like different sketch things too. And one of them, one of them was pretty hilarious. He like he acted as this one character, and he was telling a story, and he laid out these hats. He had like four hats on bar stools. And they're like in front of him, and he walks up to the first hat, and he like acts as this character, like this old man, and he's just talking in this old man voice and describing the character, and he's like, and then I met this woman, and he goes over to like the next hat, and it's like a woman's hat, and he puts it on, and but he still talks in the old man's voice, and he starts <laughs> describing like the old woman, and then he like he goes over to the next hat, and you think he's gonna change the voice, but he never changes it, he just stays the old man. <laughs> At the very end, he's just like, why do you, why do I own all these hats? Like it's so <laughs> stupid. But like people were like cracking up, and like just the way Neil Campbell is pretty hilarious too, yeah, especially great. as timekeeper. He came on as timekeeper. Where's he from? Is he from something? Uh, no. Bell. <laughs> I mean, he writes for Comedy Bang Bang, and he's written for some other shows. I think. I feel yeah. like I don't know. I, I, like I said, I picture a different dude in my head. Are we are we going <laughs> to Podfest again this year? We should. Uh, we could. I don't know. We are in LLC now. I was going to say, it could be a business <laughs> it's, expense. It's, it's a business expense. Very important it's, business yeah. As long as we're true. networking, it's a business expense. Oh, yeah. We, oh, we'll, we'll network the shit out of it, you know? <laughs> so what did we do? We just dropped some business cards, like, on a table and just left and watched, like, the shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we pass them around. Hey, Welcome yo. to business. Yeah. This year it's we'll get business. a suit. Welcome to business. We'll yeah, we'll get suits. We'll need suits. No, uh, uh, yeah. suit. Come on. Briefcases. <laughs> We're gonna need <laughs> filled with crackers, paper, yeah. paperwork. Yeah. You're gonna have oh, to carry yeah. Some oh yeah, yeah, and definitely. And we have to st- stay at the most high end place oh. because we need our rest yeah. before we go networking. What was the place uh, from Pretty Woman? That'll be, that'll be a tax write off. <laughs> let's, let's do that place. Expensed. Meals, Whatever. Expense. Expensive first meals. Class, first Listen, guys, lights, I'm not going if we're not having lobster for breakfast, lunch, <laughs> and dinner. Okay, it's not even worth my time. I mean, how am I going to network if I'm not, like, having a good meal It's every in day? the writer. You gave us the writer. It yeah. says it right there. There you go. Lobsters <laughs> for every meal. Reminds me of that Listen, 30 Rock joke where, where uh, Alec Baldwin's in a tuxedo. And she's like, what are you doing in a tuxedo? She's like, it's after five. What am I, a farmer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be awesome. us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I do, like, because... Because we did just form, like, Shark Driver into an LLC, and I was, like, looking at some of that stuff. And I remember, like, some of the things I was reading were, like, you cannot write off, like, just some people try to get away with some of the craziest shit. Like, they'll just try to write out, like, well, I needed, you know, diapers for my 
podcast studio because you know whatever like no it's not because you don't have a kid or like three kids yeah. Yeah. you can't write off that kind of stuff and, like people try to write off like uh speeding tickets like, because they're like well <laughs> I, I was driving to work i didn't want to be or, late yeah, yeah. that's for research I, I, I was researching a character yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a character that drives really fast all the time yeah yeah no uh so like those kind of th- stories are like pretty funny so we can't get too crazy. It's not like we can go to Hawaii and say we're trying to uh, cancel the hooker yeah. and blow party. Yeah. No, don't goes. cancel it yet. <laughs> we don't know if that really is not tax deductible. <laughs> yeah. tax we'll check deductible. it out. That is entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Entertainment's under it. So, I it mean, is. as long as, uh, you know. Entertainment for clients. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm a client. Hey. Yeah. And D- I brought didn't the you want the blow. hookers to blow? Yeah. Well, so, I bring mean, them in. Our, our hands are tied, Aubrey. guys. <laughs> Get in here. <laughs> oh, everyone. This Aubrey's talented. Not yeah. only does she make celluloid. She also strips and fucks people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I wanted a quality filmmaker. Yeah. A lot of fucking. A lot of fucking. A lot of stripping and fucking. A long resume. It's a good looking resume. You, you hear that, Werner points. Herzog? Three bullet points. <laughs> Makes film, strips, fucks. <laughs> other, uh, other services as, as needed. Yeah. 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 She might clean your house. May or may not come with blow. All right. <clears throat> oh, guys. Uh, so kind of random change of topic here. Mm-hmm. I know that's something we don't really do too often here. Nah. But, uh, show. We yeah. have a lot of seamless transitions, but if you're going to ruin this one, that's fine. Yeah. All right. I want to talk about the Oscars that are coming up. Oscars still white. Yeah. No, no. no. no Hashtag Oscar so well. well, just the uh Hashtag. just the, the nominations in general. Like uh like I know La La Land was getting like a lot of claim. It's, it's pretty safe. I feel I feel like all the ones that were nominated are the ones I've that heard like just getting like there's a lot of backlash towards it recently. Like, La La I guess, Land. I guess there people, always is though. There's always that backlash at the very end, like where they're like It's too popular. People, yeah. People are always sick about movies about Hollywood. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The artist won in 2011. Uh, Argo. Argo was about filmmakers in 2012. Yeah. Yeah. 12 Years a Slave. I bet someone in that movie eventually <laughs> came up and like, yeah. directed a film. I don't know. I, uh, I, I feel like... It's weird. Like, I don't think it's the best movie, but I don't think it really deserves, like, the backlash either. Like, it was a really good movie. I liked you it. Know? I actually liked it. I thought it was a decent... I still think Manchester by the Sea is probably the best movie I've seen. I still need to see Moonlight. See, like, I liked Manchester by the Sea, but, like, for me, it's, like, one of those movies I can't watch more than once. No, like, yeah, I'm not going to watch it again. It's, yeah, like, it's yeah, so it's depressing. Just, it's why? so depressing. <laughs> yeah. It's slow and just, it. it's depressing. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen any of these. Moonlight oh. I want to see. Watch Arrival. That was a really good movie. Rival's one I wanted to see, yeah. Yeah. It's a really good movie. Oh, yeah. This is, all, this is like, the time they just, they're just... Forcing all these movies out, like Arrival came out like a few months ago, but like they all like... they all come out in, like November, December. Yeah, what That's the fuck? When, like all the movies. Yeah. Well, and, like as always, like there's always <laughs> movies like I feel like that should have been nominated, but but that didn't. Like uh, I feel like Hunt for the Wilder People that right. should have got nominated, starring Sam Neill. It was like a New Zealand kind of little indie movie, but it was like a really really good movie. The director, like he has like kind of a Wes Anderson esque type of style. Right. And it was just it worked for the it worked for the story, like it was like a little heartfelt 
but kind of really, really funny story. I'm just like, oh, man. Yeah. Plus Sam Neill is amazing, as always. I feel bad for Sam Neill. I feel like he doesn't get enough. Enough roles or enough credit. Right. <laughs> he he was doesn't really get good. enough of anything. He was really good at Hunt for the World People. Like, right. he played, like, a cranky old dude perfectly, you know? Yeah. Sam Neill's got enough. He had Jurassic Park. <laughs> he had Jurassic Park, and then that's it. Yeah, Most people say when he's in a movie, they go, that's the guy from Jurassic Park. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's who that's it is. That's not a bad thing, right? <laughs> it's not, but he's done other movies. Well, I know same you thing with Event uh, Horizon, but. <laughs> same thing with, oh, God, what's his name? Um, Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, Alec Guinness? Yeah, Alec Guinness, yeah. Yeah, he was on the uh, Bridge in the River Kwai. Nobody cares. Yeah. He was in uh, um, The Lady Killers. He was in, uh, I think, Passage to India. Mm-hmm. He's in a lot of like big movies. But he was Obi Wan. Yeah, but everybody, he used to say it like he's, I guess, like when people used to come up to him and say stuff like, you're, uh, oh, you were Obi Wan. And like they want autographs. He'd just be like, you know, I was in other things. <laughs> like <laughs> he would get so annoyed with it, <laughs> which makes sense. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> I don't know. He was I lucky. Think, uh, he was in two timeless classics, like well, Bridge of the R- Over the River Kwai. I don't know if it's, it's... that one's so good. That's you don't, you don't see Disney movies. buying up all the Bridge Over the River Kwai property. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next one. They got Marvel. Mm-hmm. They got Star Wars. Bridge on the River Kwai is their next get. Like, right they're there. gonna get that and just capitalize on it. it can you imagine merchandising? How many oh, bridges are they gonna sell? Yeah. So many. <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna sell wow. a lot. It's okay. gonna be pretty good. I just uh, I want to see like the uh, the JJ Abrams directed remake. This can be like lens flare, lens flare. Yep. <laughs> more Chris Pine. Yep. Oh my god, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like uh, on the river quiet merchandising, t-shirts, <laughs> mugs, <laughs> just. Everything, man. Can yeah. you imagine a theme park? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, but you, front, you walk over the bridge. Okay. <laughs> you so, could like be in the army. And the, stuff. And when you get, yeah, you get, you get, you have to go into the torture box. Oh yeah. Um, Japanese people kick you, mm-hmm. and uh, at the very end, uh, the bridge explodes, and you have to go home. It's a lot like the Harry Potter ride. Oh like yeah. <laughs> Exactly like the Harry Potter ride. Yeah. I hate when those Japanese people just beat the shit out of me. Right there at the end, you know? <laughs> yeah, Getting off yeah. that goddamn train and they're just oh. screaming at Yeah, you. they're just screaming. Yeah. yeah. Fall in line. Yeah. Fall in line. I'm like, all right. Oh, God. God, I get it. <sighs> hey, speaking I of lines, just went to list yeah. ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What a horrible ride would that be? It's just a guy with a checkboard. Yeah. Check. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're just kind of crammed in a train. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, Welcome to Trump's America. <laughs> yeah. oh, Jesus, the Donald Trump experience. Uh, that's sad. Some yeah. Muslims won't be able to experience Disneyland or theme parks right Oof. now. I don't, yeah. oh, I, don't, I, I don't know if you want to get into that or not. It's a tough experience. It's a tough yeah. conversation. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We can bypass it. Any other horrible theme park rides you got? Oh. <laughs> You know, I never like uh, It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> it was just terrible. I think that'd be all right. Yeah. You just like, they like make you forget stuff. No, no. What would be the It's a Wonderful Life theme park? Oh, gee. Just go, make go, a go, theme park out of it. Yeah. It'd just be a lot of snow and people would tell you why you're so important. Yeah. That's actually a pretty good ride. You just walk through. 
it's a lot of snow. It's Christmas time. And then people are just going around telling you like how you're important. Don't give up on life. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> it's yeah. that's a good ride. It's <laughs> yeah. well, I'm gonna throw that last hole around the moon and pull it right <laughs> down for you. <laughs> Why don't people uh, talk like anyways. that anymore? <laughs> I know. I, uh, that was a very bad impression of Jimmy Stewart, but whatever. It's better than mine. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, we're just gonna avoid politics this time. Are we? I I don't care. I mean, oh uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. We, I mean, we've done the last two or three episodes. Well, me I'm not sure. I'm like, like, how hardcore conservative are you? <laughs> <laughs> I drive a Subaru and I go to school in Vermont. So, <laughs> all right, never mind. Yeah, screw Trump. <laughs> He's on our side. It's up to you guys. You take it as you will. No, I mean, there's a lot of I the political posts on Facebook. It's just meme after meme. Can I yeah. tell you something? After ev- like what? I I deleted Facebook and I feel really good about it. Yeah. This happened. I'm am on month three now, and yeah. I am relieved. Every day I get on my phone and I look at Instagram and I think to myself, God damn it, I'm glad I'm on Instagram. There and are not s- Facebook. There are so many just political posts. At least under my feed, it's just a lot oh, yeah. of that. And it's like back and forth, like my conservative friends, my super liberal friends. Like it's just like so much of it. But like I do, you know, I skew more liberal. So like some of the things that like I see Trump doing is is like to me bothersome. You know, uh, you know what I, I saw that 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 I liked recently was there's a there's an entire Twitter account where it's. Uh, Donald Trump draws things, and it's just like him holding up those executive order things. Yeah, but it's like I a like cat that. or a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. He's like cat, cat. Well, that's the thing is like, how many executive cat. orders in the last ten days has he done? Well, Can I we, don't know. I see that's it's this been was, a lot. It's been what's, a lot. What's the average for like? Uh, that's not what that I many. wonder. Really, it's really? not twenty. Like, it's not twenty in ten days. No, it's like five. I'd want to know that for sure. I really want to know that for sure. Like if it's if if he is on average with with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, be careful. I mean, be careful with googling that. It's really easy to talk shit we're about it because we're all hyper aware of, of it. it. I, well, that's true, and it's like it's like brand new, but still, like I, one of the memes I read was signs ten executive orders within five days and fires three people that don't agree with him. <laughs> like yeah. that's more of a dictatorship at that point. Like he's firing people. Like left and right too. Dre's draining the swamp, man. Yeah, yeah. Right. and then replacing <laughs> it with bigger alligators, like <laughs> Betsy Davos or whatever. Her oh name man, is, who doesn't know shit? I was like, two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Wait, what happened? Okay, what is the deal like, with this lady? I don't know what. I don't know what the. Well, she's supposed to be head of education. I think we talked about it a little bit last time, but like she's supposed to head education. She doesn't know anything about education. She's never done that kind of stuff. And like, not only that is. Bernie Sanders pointed out the fact that do you think that maybe because you contributed two hundred million, like your family contributed two hundred million dollars to the Republican Party or like what, like during campaigns and stuff, that maybe that's why you're getting nominated right now because you don't know what you're talking about, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much what everyone's thinking. She's like, she yeah. actually, some of the Republicans I think voted against her now too. Yeah. I think if they get one more vote, they can. Well, she out. also had like uh, that interesting response when asked like where not guns should be allowed in school. Oh my god, grizzly bears! Yeah, grizzly. But she brought up grizzly bears like as a as a reason why guns should be say, allowed in schools. 
There's also another question that they asked her, and she refused to answer it, and she kept answering it. She's like, that's what I believe. They're like, yeah, but would you be for that? She's like, well, that's what I believe. And he's like, yeah, but would you enact that as a law? That's what I believe. She, are you not going to answer my question? Like, they asked her. Listen, that's she how she was coached. Yeah. So uh, That's true. You can't expect her to go off script. Yeah, that's true. I will say that growing up in the uh, Florida public education school system, grizzly bears were a constant worry of mine. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm yeah. glad I'm glad someone is finally taking a stand. Okay, but not only that, <laughs> is they're also thinking about like Trump's what was it, the EPA getting rid of the EPA, defunding it and stuff? That's nuts. Well defunding that's the EPA, it's defunding terrifying. the uh that's... the endowment for the arts, uh defunding Planned Parenthood. Yeah, all that stuff is nuts. That's Wait, nuts. is that that's not happening though? Is it? Yeah, well, the EPA some, they're trying, and the Planned Parenthood they're yeah. It's yeah. they've already written the uh, written the bills for it. They just have to get him to sign it. There's also something else I read about like uh, religion bringing religion back into schools, right? Prayer something. And there's something like bringing religion back into that into like almost like politics and stuff too. Uh, I forget what it was because right now I think it's. It's like against the law for like uh, churches and stuff to back politicians, yeah. but I think they're trying to change that law, Jeez. and that was put into <clears throat> put into effect back in like 1957, like oh. under Johnson. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, well, it, it's, it's actually uh, that that rule was put in effect because it actually closed a loophole that allowed like uh, a massive amounts of uh, money to be donated to political parties or political candidates so what trump is actually doing he's not trying to make it possible for like religious organizations to publicly promote candidates mm. he's just trying to open up that loophole again where like massive amounts of funds could be kind of funneled into campaigns uh political campaigns so it's just like it's very very swampy very swampy <laughs> yeah yeah so much for draining it yeah interesting uh, interesting yeah. stuff here with president sure. trump my wife, uh, my w- oh, I'm married. That's another fact. Oh, well. <laughs> fact four. Yeah. Number four. <laughs> Learned a lot about him today. Yeah. 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 My wife actually marched, uh, and oh, nice. she just sent. Um, well, I think yesterday there was a party, a uh, postcard party. I don't know if you've heard of these, but mm-hmm. it's where a bunch of people get together and write postcards to their elected officials in their local government and send them things like, "I have a concern because of these are the reasons." And, you know, it's just a stamp, but they read them, and so it's kind of nice. Yeah. You should call. Every morning I uh, call my local representatives on the way to work, and I just say, hey, I think this country's heading in a complete shitstorm. And somebody picks up the phone, and I talk to somebody, and I say, you need to do something about this. It's it's troubling because, like, Trump is just like— Kind of abusing the executive order. Can it's I, like he's trying to bypass okay, Congress entirely. Obama did sign over five executive orders when he came into presidency. It's true. But I'm going to okay. read them. Okay. One of them was undoing a Bush administration order preventing records of past presidents from being unsealed. Okay. The other one was preventing executive appointees from working as lobbyists for five years after their terms and preventing lobbyists from getting jobs in the executive branch. That just got overturned. And that got, <laughs> no, that didn't, no, that didn't get overturned. He, that got yeah. overturned shortly after, and Trump uh, actually signed that executive order again. So he's try, oh, Trump yeah, is trying okay. that again, yeah. All right. Okay. The other one is requiring interrogations by intelligence agencies to comply with U.S. and international law and the Army Field Manual, rescinding all previous executive orders 
on interrogations. So don't that, torture that motherfuckers. Changed, right? I think that did. Because they then, brought up like black sites, right? Yeah. 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 I, some, yeah. And then ordering the closure of the Guantanamo Bay prison, which that didn't, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. didn't they're, work. They're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> and then requiring a task force to review the detention of prisoners apprehended in the war on terror. That which, also didn't, know. if you listen to Serial or <laughs> This American yeah, Life, yeah, that didn't yeah, work that either. I actually yeah. just finished uh, season two of Serial. Yeah. Um, is pretty interesting. Season two. So executive yeah. order is like they're... They're just you know, what it is is like. Hey, look, I did something, but it's not necessarily. It doesn't like, always fall through, but it, or I mean, it doesn't always go through. But still, I'm gonna, I'm trying to find all of the. Well, the thing is, though, it makes it seem like he's trying to run this country like he's running one of his businesses, where it's just like, as a CEO, what he says goes. But like, oh it's like God. he he forgets about checks and balances. This can't be all the executive orders, right? Yeah, dude, it is. Are you wow. serious? That's on Fox. Seventeen, News, seventeen orders so far. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I mean, I get he's trying to, like, like a lot of people are saying he's doing things that he promised he'd do. And that's something that some presidents don't do. Like, they just say, oh. As that kicked in. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, a little news article popped up and started playing. Started playing, yeah. Oh. Um, but I don't even know what I was talking about at that point. Trump signs oh, a lot yeah, of executive orders. Well, he's he's following through, and like now he's going to do like the border wall, and everybody is like talking about the border wall. But like Mexico's not going to pay for it, so it's like no. I think it's just going to be America's going to pay for it, and he's going to kind of convince conservatives and people who voted for him to be like, well, we'll still do it, but we're just going to have to pay for it. Now. Uh, no, and, uh, Mexico is going to be they're they're going to put twenty percent tax on all tariffs, and yeah. so that's yeah, we'll paying for the wall. Yeah. $25 billion or whatever it is. <laughs> really? Yeah. Isn't there... I, I could be wrong, but isn't there already a wall on the border? Like uh, There's a fence. Yeah, there's, there's a fence, fence in, yeah. in a lot of places. But this is going to be a wall, John. Oh, this yeah. is a wall. It's so going to be taller. It's, it's definitely going to stop illegal immigration. It's going to stop. Oh, yeah. It's going to yeah. stop, stop entirely. Boats, people digging under the wall, people yeah. climbing over the wall, Which is great, because we all know that the Mexicans were responsible for 9-11. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. And like all the other domestic. Well, that's the other thing is the Muslim band. <laughs> yeah, stops Muslim band. But if you're a Christian, sure, you're hey, right. Hey, to come hey, in. It's not about religion, sir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then also not blocking certain Muslim countries or countries that have Muslim people in it too, like Saudi Arabia, where most of the 9/11 attackers came from. I thought all that's lives weird. matter. Like, uh, well, it's it's different. Yeah, it's no, no, different. no, no. <laughs> all lives matter only matters when Black Lives Matter <laughs> is marching. That's when all lives matter. Yeah, it's actually okay. it's real simple. Like it's it, like people are saying like the business interests and all that shit. No. Uh, Pakistan, like he didn't put a, a ban on Pakistan because they have fucking nukes. They've they've got nukes. Like it's right. it, it's it's all it's all over at that point. Saudi Arabia's got oil. There you go. Boom, boom, yeah, boom. Saudi Arabia's got oil. He's got business ventures in them too, though. Which is crazy because like he still hasn't divested from uh, his company and like all of his uh, business ties, and it's just like it's just conflict of interest everywhere, you know. But people don't see it, and I don't. I don't understand. No, they that. see it. They just don't care. That's the problem. I think you know? people are starting to care, though. They are. I think. Yeah, because I mean, this think is like there's a lot more people marching, a lot more people standing. It's up like every well, weekend. He lost. <laughs> he lost the popular vote. Yeah, by three million or yeah. close to three million. Oh, that right, was so. that was fake. Hillary. Hillary. Uh, yeah, she stole yeah. five states. State well, it was voter fraud. There. Sure. Voter sure. fraud. Sure. 
Hey, I, I listened to Alex Jones on, the, on Joe Rogan today. He was. Uh, oh my gosh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He, he had the documents. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. What was Joe Rogan's response? It was, oh man, it's just you gotta listen to it. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. right. He actually doesn't take his. He doesn't take his shit. Like. <clears throat> So while while still being friends, but just yeah, it's funny. You know, honestly, like <laughs> the scariest part is that his uh, chief strategist, Steve Bannon, is a Nazi. Who's uh, also the uh, the head of like uh, Breitbart.com, which is like a shit stain of a website. Right. Uh, he's like he's been elevated to like to like uh, such a high position in Trump's inner circle. I think he's like on a national security console now. Yeah, which is That's crazy. Freaks I'm like me. freaks me out, man. Yeah, yeah it's that, it's. Like I said, like the whole bringing religion back into it, all that kind of stuff, it's gonna be crazy. You wanna, you wanna like uh, be scared? Like read about Steve Bannon. That dude is. If dude, you... he scares me, Mike Pence scares me. <laughs> Trump scares me. The whole I don't know, Mike Pence doesn't scare me as much as Bannon because Bannon's like a he's he's like a serial uh, wife abuser. He is like a. That's why I love the sanctity of marriage <laughs> argument for like why gay people can't get married and all that kind of stuff. Even though there's like, like so many, so many people, all these people beating their wives no. or having multiple wives or having multiple affairs, yeah. like Glenn Beck and or maybe it wasn't Beck. Newt Gingrich had multiple wives. Actually, Trump. Glenn Beck is uh, kind of he's like leading left these days. Really? Yeah. yeah, he apologized after he apologized for being wrong. Yeah, that'll happen. I think that was like a sh- I, Wait, I think that's that? really like a shrewd career move by him more than anything. But really, like, yeah, he's a uh, well, Megyn he, Kelly didn't they fire her from Fox? Yeah, yeah, she's done because she did not like Trump. Yep, yeah, yeah. It happens, man. But then she got hired at NBC, so it's like, yeah, you know, no. But it's just funny to me that some of these conservatives are like against Trump too. Is it weird that like Megyn Kelly is like um, really hot? I'm just like you don't really know how to feel about it. It's just not like, weird. It's just she's really hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you want. I mean, I hate her. No, at the same time, it's just yeah. like. Are, are you, you asking? Uh, is it weird that she's hot? Or no, is it weird it's just that you like think she's hot. It's, it's just like you listen to her that talk. You're attracted to her. Yeah, you listen to her talk. Her it's just like oh, she just grates on you. But then like you just look at her and like she's really hot. Yeah. So. Just watch it. Uh, just do what I did. Just watch Fox on mute. mute. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, really, I don't, I don't want to give them, like, the ratings. Like, I just watch, like, YouTube clips. Honestly, some of the people on Fox, like, uh, what's his name? Chris. Well, no, Sean Hannity. Shepard Smith but... is, uh, he seems pretty, uh, he seems uh, on the straight and narrow. Chris, Wall- Chris Wallace, I actually, like, on Fox News. Yeah, there's stuff. a lot of good he, anchors on there. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's good to listen like to both sides, fair. too. Yeah, that's what I try to do. Like, I try honestly, to Honestly, I think. But Sean Hannity, like, some of them I just can't. Honestly, MSNBC is probably worse, even though they're on yeah. the other side of the coin. Like, oh, yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, I don't know if you guys have watched, ever watched MSNBC, but I'm like, I don't yeah, really you watch guys are just as bad as Fox News, if not worse. You're just leaning a different direction. Right. Yeah, you know, watch like, watch Rachel Maddow's show. You're like, holy shit, it's going to be okay, Rachel. Like, things, it's going to be fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're not all going to die here, okay? It's Rachel. Doomsday clock. Doomsday clock. I mean, it's good that we're watching, like, both. Because, like, there are some people who only watch, like, Fox News or some people who only yeah. watch MSNBC. And that's that's scary to me. I'm just, like, because you're just kind of reinforcing, like, your certain slanted views on things. I'm just, like, you got to you gotta keep an open mind. I don't even days. like watching, like, the mainstream media stuff anyways. Like, I, I, I go online, do some research, like, on different sites. I get 